0: Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to discuss South Africa's agricultural trade, which is a theme that dominated the past two or three segments of this podcast. And I think it's worth uh, continuing with it this week on the backdrop of the recent development um, in the 15th BRICS Summit. Now, before I delve into this conversation, I must say that I currently chair South Africa's Agribusiness Working Group, which is under the BRICS Business Council. So some of the comments that I'll make in this podcast, they pull from the work uh, that we have done as a working group on that. But my comment for today is specifically related to Saudi Arabia and making comments from a perspective of a South African. Now, Saudi Arabia, as some of the listeners may know, has been included as some of the countries that will potentially be joining BRICS from January 2024 officially to be part of this grouping. Now, this is an important market, that, and it has been a, come as an exciting news to South Africans that are looking at widening the agricultural exports. And I guess the first thing to put forward here is to say the South African Agribusiness Working Group, when we met with some of the colleagues from Brazil, Russia, India, China, in preparation of the summit, we all thought about important themes that we could put on a table to formulate a view about what's the global Briggs' view on agribusiness would be. Uh, some talked about fertilizer, some talked about climate-smart agriculture, some talked about phytosanitary issues, some talked about agricultural finance. From a South Africa side there was a dominant point about trade and investment and I think this is a point that was shared also uh, from colleagues in Brazil but collectively everybody felt that the issue of trade and investment is an important point. Which is why some of the people that may have followed um, the business, BRICS business forum, that was um, in, in, in Sentin, you may have heard that in the agribusiness grouping, we talked a bit about the issues of trade. This is where this theme comes from. We all collectively thought there's a need to deepen trade amongst the BRICS business countries. As things stand. There are still reasonably higher tariffs for some of the agricultural products amongst the BRICS business countries. There's also a range of non-tariff barriers, phytosanitary measures um, that needs to be resolved. So the idea was to say, how do we improve intra-BRICS trade through lowering tariffs and dealing with any other non-tariff barrier that makes uh, intra-BRICS trade to remain low? Now, this is the view before we, from the business side, knew what countries would be included within the BRICS Plus grouping that has now uh, been recently announced. At the time, we were looking at the BRICS agricultural market from its size, uh, which is quite sizable. Uh, this grouping imports roughly $320 billion of agricultural products. That's the data of 2022, according to Trademap. Now, if you had to look at this group and say, who are the major importers? China and India makes up roughly 86% of those imports. And then the third largest is Russia, Brazil and South Africa. Now, thinking purely from a South African perspective, when we looked at this market, we thought, where are South Africa's agricultural exports uh, are going to? And we realized that we trade a lot with our African neighbors. About 40% of our ag- agricultural exports go to the African continent. As South Africa, we export about 12.8 billion dollars of agricultural products. That's the figure for 2022. And about 20% is the EU, and we do have some important markets within Asia, the Americas, and all over the world. But within the BRICS grouping, the BRICS made up only 8% of our agricultural exports. That the idea that we started having, which we did discuss with some countries was to say, how do we improve this 8%? How do we promote inter-trade? So these are all ideas that we went to conference or to meet with colleagues having in mind. Now you fast forward, after all of the political principles have discussed and uh, decided to include uh, other countries, we see Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia is an important market when you're thinking purely from an agricultural import perspective. Because over the past five years, The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia imported on average a year about 21 billion dollars worth of agricultural products a year. Now, the key suppliers to Saudi Arabia some of them are part of BRICS, some are outside. For example, Brazil and India, which are part of BRICS, are amongst the biggest suppliers of agricultural products to Saudi Arabia. But we also do have countries outside like the US, uh, uh, Germany, France, Turkey, and now, of course, Egypt. Um, and the UAE are part of those countries that actually supply a lot of products um, to to Saudi Arabia. When you think about what are these products that Saudi Arabia is importing, Saudi Arabia imports a lot of uh, poultry products, meat, barley, milk, cream, cigars, cheese, live goats, sugar, maize, chocolate, citrus, palm oil, you name it. So there's a range of products that Saudi Arabia imports. When you think about these products and you think about the countries in BRICS, like South Africa uh, and, and Brazil, we produce a number of these products in Russia. Therefore, Saudi Arabia joining the grouping offers an extra angle to say, now, as a BRICS, if you think about the initial figure that I made, I said, there was about 320 billion dollars worth of agricultural imports by the original BRICS grouping. You add Saudi Arabia there; you're looking at 340 billion. When you add other countries that have been added or that have been included, of course, then that market gets to be bigger when you think about agricultural trade. So, if there could be some form of cooperation on trade amongst the BRIC grouping, the agricultural sector would benefit immensely um on this grouping and this is the perspective that as South Africans we're currently reflecting on and thinking about and we think that this is valuable to reflect on. Now the lower inter trade that I mentioned in the BRICS countries is not caused by the difficulty of sourcing the products that the BRICS countries import because even the original grouping they import a lot of soybean, palm oil, beef, maize, berries, wheat, cotton, poultry, pork apricots, peaches, sorghum, rice, sugar. These are also products that some of these South Africa produces. Therefore, when we look at this composition that I've just said and you look at the composition that goes to Saudi Arabia, there's room for South Africa to actually be an important player when you think about agricultural trade uh, within this grouping. Now, Saudi Arabia alone is also a minor market when you're thinking from a South African side. I mean, uh, South Africa's exports to Saudi Arabia, we make up roughly about 2%. Of the saudi market so still fairly small um on that so the idea is to say how do you widen that and how do you widen the market in the original countries of the bricks the products that we currently in south africa export to the saudi include citrus oranges lemons and then there are pears there are grapes mandarins apples avocados so it's largely fruit but the important thing now is that. Uh, just before the BRICS summit we also as south africa established market access for beef export into saudi arabia so that's very exciting amongst the south african beef farmers and it means that in the coming years when we talk about the product that south africa exports to saudi arabia it will be fruits and beef and we hope that uh, in the BRICS grouping in general as south africa the products we are passionate about expanding exports for is beef fruits wines and of course, grains, we're still thinking about expanding those markets, but we do think that we have some solid markets at which we are well diversified on. So the urgent products are those ones. Now, th- th- this presents great opportunities for South Africa, but I think the most important thing, while we talk about BRICS+, Plus, we talk about Saudi Arabia, we should always emphasize the point that this is not to minimize the close relationship that South Africa has with the EU. With the u.s with the african continent and the other countries we're not talking about trade to replace these countries but we're talking about trade to increase our diversification Um, these countries that have these regions i've mentioned the u.s the eu the african continent are very important they've supported south africa for many years and our agricultural trade is in deep with them and the uk and the others so this is not about the contest of replacing it's about diversification of markets And the point of diversification is important if you are a south african because we are at a point now where we are thinking about how do we expand and grow our agricultural sector we currently export about half of what we produce then if we expand our production we will need more export markets so it makes sense for us to look into the brics plus countries and say how can we widen trade while at the same time maintaining the relationship that we have with the other countries. So it is in that perspective at which we are thinking about these things. But of course, I'm not saying there's already some trade formation that is there in the BRICS countries, but I'm saying this is a point, this is a general point that we have discussed with other countries. But I won't delve into the next steps about from a perspective of the BRICS grouping and the BRICS Business Council, what are the next steps? There? there are official channels for that communication. But I thought for the purpose of this podcast, I must just dis- declare that, but specifically focus on the issue about the importance of Saudi Arabia when we're thinking about South Africa's agricultural trade. It's a market that South Africans are excited about, excited about its inclusion, and we think that it can help benefit our agricultural sector. But let me stop there for now, folks. And uh, thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. I must close by an important announcement that I actually have a book out. It's titled A Country of Two Agricultures. A Country of Two Agricultures. That's the title of the book. It's available in all major bookstores in South Africa. And if you're listening to this podcast outside of South Africa, Go to Amazon Kindle version, you'll find the book. um, It's there, A Country of Two Agricultures. I would appreciate your support on that. For this podcast, let me stop it there and we'll come back in the following week with another segment. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Wandi Leselhobo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria. Aside from the book, you can read more about some of the stuff that I write in my blog, wandielesselhobo.com or the website of the organization that I work for, the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. I'll put the link in the description of this podcast for my blog, and then you can peruse some of the stuff there. Thank you so very much for listening.